we are. You get to look at me again. Hallelujah. At least some of you are smiling. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, Brother Moore is preaching over in Boise, Idaho. He went from Missoula, Montana on Wednesday to Boise, Idaho tonight. Glory to God. Good things are happening. Word's going everywhere. Amen. You get to put up with me. We're trusting the Lord anyway, ain't we? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Well, if you got your Bible with you now, if you don't have a Bible, raise your hand. Our ushers have some. If you want to use one, it's good. always good to look on the Scriptures with us. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. I think that's why we, that's why we have that airplane, right? So we can go places and preach the Gospel. Right? Amen. We'll all be happy here getting to be a part. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Open your Bibles to Joshua 24. Glory to God. You know, I uh, started. I did a Sunday a few few weeks ago, and God said, "Talk about serving." And then I did a Friday a few weeks ago, and God said, "Talk about serving." I'm doing another Friday, and God said, "Talk about serving." I'm doing a series. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Who who thunk it? Thank you, Lord. It's good to serve the Lord. It's good to serve the Lord. Serving the Lord is not an action. It's a lifestyle. It's not something you begin doing and then stop. It's something you live in every day. If you're truly serving the Lord, you're serving the Lord in everything that you do. You're not just serving Him when you're at church, and church is not the only way you serve God. Am I right? It's a lifestyle. And glory to God, we're learning how to live it here at Faith Life Church, and I see it all over the nation. Church is learning how to live the lifestyle of serving God. Amen? I remember... When we uh, first started teaching Bible studies, I've told you guys that's what I did before I came here. I taught Bible. We taught Bible study. Well, we liked Bible study. We had four and five a week. We'd come home and go to Bible study, work all day, go to Bible study all night. And we enjoyed it. But we had people come every now and then that didn't enjoy it. And we couldn't figure out what they were doing there. They didn't like us. They didn't like the gospel of the good news. They liked the gospel of the bad news. And we didn't have any bad news. We had the gospel of the good God. The God that looked out for you. The God that protected you. The God that you wanted to serve. You didn't serve Him because you had to. Because if you didn't, He'd crack you over the head or make you sick or take your money or hurt your kids. or No! Who wants to serve that God? You won't serve that God. You may enslave yourself to that God, but you will not serve that God. We want to serve a good God. Glory to God. And God's been lied on. And people aren't serving Him like they want to. They're serving Him because they don't know any better. Sometimes they're serving Him out of fear. They're serving Him out of a lot of reasons. But they're not serving Him just because He's a good God. They're not serving Him just because they can, because He loves them. Amen? Look at Joshua. 
in chapter 24, verse 15. It's a familiar verse. Joshua talking to the, to the nation. He said in verse 15, he said, And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve. Because, you know, a lot of people think, well, I'm not really serving anybody. You're serving something or somebody. You are serving. Mrs. Moore did a message uh, several years ago about serve. you're serving somebody. And you are. You're serving something or somebody. And Joshua said, if it seems evil to you, choose this day who you will serve. Whether the gods of your fathers, the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now Joshua wasn't saying, as for me and my house, we have to serve the Lord. We got to because i seen what He can do if you don't serve Him. You know, I'm going to serve Him because i got to know that I'm safe. You know, i got to know that He's not mad at me. i got to serve Him. i got to go to church on Sunday. i got to read my Bible on every day of the week. And if I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, He's going to have mercy on you and tell you to read your Bible every day of the week. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. He's a good and loving God. He's not a mean and nasty God. He's been lied on. And we are serving a good God. We are serving a God we can count on, a faithful God. Amen? In, in, the cha- in, the, in this chapter, what, what Joshua starts out and ends up doing, well, if you just go up a few verses, this is what he starts with. Before he asks him what God they're going to serve, he said, in verse 8, he said, This is God talking through Joshua. He said, And I brought you into the land of the Amorites, which dwelt on the other side of Jordan, and they fought with you, and I gave them into your hand. Glory to God, that you might possess their land, and I destroyed them from before you. Verse 9, Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, rose and warred against Israel, and I sent and called Balaam, and that, excuse me, and warred against Israel and sent and called, the he didn't sent and called Balaam, but and sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not hearken to Balaam. Therefore, he blessed you still, so I delivered you out of his hand. And you went over Jordan and came into Jericho, and the men of Jericho fought against you, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Canaanites, and all the ites. If you look, there's a whole bunch of ites. And guess what happened? He delivered them, right? I delivered them into your hand. I sent a hornet before you, which drove them out from before you, even the two kings of the Amorites, but not with thy sword, nor with thy bow. In other words, you didn't do it. You didn't do it. I have given you a land which you did not labor for, the cities which you did not build. You dwell in them of the vineyards and the olive olive yards which you planted, which you planted not, do you eat? Now therefore fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood in Egypt and serve you the Lord. Glory to God. He's not trying to talk them into serving. No, He's not. He's trying to tell them how good He is. 
the goodness of God will lead men to repentance. It will turn men to do the things that God wants them to do. God talks about His goodness. He's not bragging on Himself. He's telling them how good He is. He's saying, I'm a good God. I've delivered you every time you've come up against something. I've taken you out. I've I've kept you every time. I've given you food to eat. I've given you houses you didn't build. I gave you gardens you didn't plant. I'm feeding you. I'm a good God. And I can be trusted. There's your problem most of the time. People that aren't serving God or are serving Him in fear or serving Him wrong don't trust Him. They don't trust Him because He's been lied on. It's been told that God, God did this and God did that. And you got religious tradition. you got people that don't even know God telling you what God will do. You, you, you listen to the news and they're saying, well, we don't know why God did this. You don't even know God. How are you accusing Him of doing this? And He's been lied on. And His own people have become disillusioned at times. Because they look at man, right? They look at the wrong thing. They forget to look at God. And they decide what God did by what they've seen in in another man's life. Experience should not be how we judge God. Right? Even good experience. His Word tells you how He is. Right? Right? We don't believe God heals because we got healed. We believe God heals because His Word says He heals. That's why we believe. And if you believe for any other reason, you're not got a good foundation. We want the right foundation under everything we do. Because if you don't, you'll get disillusioned. You'll, you'll, you'll have a chance to become unhappy with God. You will have that chance. You will get that opportunity. There's people who, who they, they don't know who God is. They don't. It says in the, what is it? Psalms 103 that that the Israelites knew His deeds, right? But Moses knew His ways. Moses knew who He was. Moses knew why He did it. Moses knew the love of God. The Israelites they just knew what He could do. And so by knowing what he could do, they felt like there were things he didn't do. Right? Because they only knew what he did. So when something didn't go their way, all of a sudden, yeah, you got me through the Red Sea, but what am I going to drink? He got you through the Red Sea. (laughs) Glory to God. He could probably make it where your body didn't need water if if he wanted to. Glory to God. We don't... We don't want to become disillusioned or believe things and become mad at God by believing lies about Him. Amen. Amen. And don't, you know, don't, don't think that you are immune to this because you're in the Word of Faith church because there's people disillusioned every day. Ask me how I know. Every day because something didn't go their way. Something did they they did or somebody else did something that caused them not they didn't like this or they didn't like who knows they became offended somehow right and somehow or another God got the blame right you know and I've told this story before but it bears witness my mom when she was twenty or just right at twenty her mom took her own life and two of her younger siblings' lives. 
Yeah, my mom served God with all her heart. But at that time she didn't. Because somebody, some well-meaning person, I'm sure, that had some religious tradition, told her that that must be God's will. If that's what happened, you know, everything is God's will. If it happens tomorrow, it, no matter what it is, there's, you know people believe that, right? Yeah. And, and they teach it. And so, you know, we don't know why God does things this way, but this is how God worked in that situation. Well, you know what she said? I got four... Well, at that time she only had two kids. She said, uh, I can't trust you then, God. If that's true, then I don't trust you. I won't trust you with my kids. I won't trust you with my life. She told me this. She said, I would not trust him. I took care of my own stuff. I was going to take care of me. I'd go to church and I'd take you all to church, but I did not trust God because they just told me he killed my mom and he killed my brother and my sister. And that's what they said. They may not think they said that, but that's what they said. I'm not saying they meant to do this or to hurt anybody, but when you talk and you don't know what you're talking about, you can cause bad things to happen. Right? Always stay on God's side is, is the number one rule. If I don't understand something, I ain't going to mouth off. Right? I'm not even going to give an opinion. I'm not going to say, well, maybe this. Or if I don't know, I don't know. There's lots of things I don't know, but what I do know is God's good. And from that foundation, I can do all things. From this foundation that she was given, she could do nothing. And so she didn't serve him. She didn't serve him for years. She didn't. But there was a time, I remember when I got, I don't know, I was about eight or nine. She got a hold of the Word. And she figured out God was good. And she said, I'm going to serve you with all my heart or I'm not going to serve you at all. And she never backed off of it from one moment of a day for the rest of her life. She served the Lord with all her heart. She was happy when people shouldn't have been happy. I mean, she would smile. Everybody in the room would be, hey, God's good, isn't He? Yeah. She was happy. Why? Because she found out the truth about God. And she repented for not trusting Him. And she turned and she said, I choose God. He's a good God. And I'm going to serve Him. I don't care what I see. I don't care what I walk through. I don't care what people have told me. The Word says He's good. He's told me He's good. And He does good things. And she served Him with all her heart from that point forward. But that trust was the issue. And it's the issue with many people today. Look at Matthew. Look at Matthew. Look at Matthew. It comes from ignorance many times, though. Bad teaching or just a choice not to believe that He's good. You know, there's lots of people that... you. Know, I'm sitting here talking right now, and you're sitting there saying, well, if He's so good, why am I in this trouble? You answered your own question. Thank you. Because you don't believe He's good. You don't believe He's good. The only reason you even want to try to believe it is to get you out of your trouble. If you stayed in your trouble forever, God's good. And it ain't His fault. People need to quit blaming God for things. 
God has already spoken. God has already done. His love is everywhere. He loves and His mercy is boundless. And for us to blame Him for things... You know, because people say, well, yeah, but He could have. <laughs> no, He couldn't have. There's something people don't like to hear. No, He couldn't have. If He didn't, the only reason He didn't is because He couldn't. That's it. People say, oh, but God's sovereign. He can do anything He wants to do. No, He has bound Himself by His own Word and He will not step across that line at any time, but He'll do everything His Word says. Now, if you read it, there's more than enough in there. You don't need more than what's in that Word. If you'll get into that Word and you'll read it, you can have the fruit of it. You can have every promise. You can have every truth. It's there for us. Or you can believe the lie that sometimes you pray and He doesn't. Sometimes you, you, you serve and He won't. Sometimes, that's a lie. That's a lie and it's kept people from God's best because somebody they loved greatly and thought, well, thought the world of believed and didn't get something. Well, they, I'm sorry. I, I, you know what? I love somebody the whole bunch that I believe knew a lot. And what they did know is they knew God was good. And that's where I'm staying. What else I need to find out, I'll find out on the other side. God's good. It's what His Word says. I'm not looking for another reason. Amen? Amen. And I'm going to serve Him. I'm not going to be lied to. Matthew 25. Matthew 25. Parable of the talents. The master went out of town. Called, his, called three servants in front of him. He said, I'm going to give you five. I'm going to give you five talents. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you one. Sounds pretty nice. Sounds like a good guy. He had no reason to do that other than that's what he did. Right? Doesn't say there's any great reason for him to do it. He did it. Right? Because he's a generous, generous, probably a good guy. Doesn't say he's not. The one with five went out immediately and gained five more. The one with two went out immediately, gained two more. Right? And when, the, when their master came back, the one that had five, where's that at? Let's look here. one that had five right about here in uh, verse 20. The man that had received five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrust him. I can see him. He's happy. He's happy. And he's excited to go to his master. He's saying, Master, You've entrusted me with five talents. I got five more. Glory to God. I took what you gave me and I did something with it. Glory to God. And the one that got two, he came back and did the same thing. Master, Master, see, I've, I've gotten two more. Glory to God. He's happy. Why? Because he's serving a good master. He's excited because he knows the master's going to be excited. Why? Because he knows the master's heart. Right? He knows the Master's heart. The one that had five, the one that had two, they knew the Master's heart. Glory to God. What's this last one know? Verse 24. Then he, that would then, then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man. Hey, this would sound like a totally different guy than the guy that the ones with five and two came to. Huh, 
Wonder who lied to him? The devil will get on. Get the devil will lie to you. You know what? He'll show you them doing something that isn't what it perceives to be, and you'll say, "Oh, look what they're doing. They're evil. They're hard. They're doing that for you know." You know what? You see a uh, you, you see a mom spanking their kids, and you might think, "Well, that mom's me. That kid may have needed a spanking." I'm sorry, that's not a bad mom, but now you perceive her as a mean mom. No. So that's a, that, that's a lie, right? Somewhere or another, this man got lied to because the guy that had five, he didn't believe that of him. The guy that had two, he didn't believe that of him. He didn't know it, right? This guy knew it. He knew. He said, you reap where you don't sow, you gather where you haven't strong, strawed. Is that a word? And I was afraid. Oh, there's a key right there. If you're doing something, if your service that you're doing, if you're serving in fear in any way, then you're not doing it right. Because you don't serve a good God in fear. You don't serve a good man in fear. You don't serve God through a man in fear. Right? And in this earth, we are called to serve God through men. You know, my, my directive when I came here was serve the Moors or serve me by serving the Moors. That's why I don't teach five Bible studies a week anymore. Can't do that and serve the Moors. So, which means I wouldn't be serving God. Right? So my directive was to serve God through the Moors. Amen? Now, if I become disillusioned about our pastors... And I say, well, yeah, but they're wrong about this and I don't believe that and oh, what about this? Then what did I quit looking at? God. Wasn't, right? You know what? Because I guarantee you, you want to put me under a microscope, you're going to find some flaws. Put me under God's though. Put me under God's microscope and you won't find what you see. You'll see, oh, mercy. Oh, grace. Oh, glory to God. Dave's clean. He's wrong. No man. Glory to God. And then when he messes up, what happens? Forgiveness. Right? Glory to God. That's the God we serve. Can't serve in fear. Right? Then when people say, oh, I have to serve. No. There is some amount of fear there if you have to serve. You get to serve. I get to serve. We get the joy and the honor of serving a good God. Amen? We get the joy of cleaning His bathrooms. We get the joy of sweeping His carpet. We get the joy of mowing His lawn. (laughs) Had to get it out of there. But you know what? It's His lawn. We get the joy of serving God. The way that joy gets stolen is with lies. It's with lies. And if you're serving a man, you're serving God through a man. If, if you start believing lies about that person, just like this person did, they started believing lies. Somebody told him that this was a hard man that couldn't have been true because these other two didn't know it. Right? So it wasn't true that he was a hard man. This is what this man believed. He had been lied to. He'd seen him do something or not like something he'd done, felt like it was wrong. And now he's disillusioned. And now he's taking his service 
and it is unprofitable. There's one, there's one scripture that calls him an unprofitable servant. There's one uh, translation. The rest of this one says, I was afraid. Check yourself. Anytime you're doing something that, when you're afraid, check yourself. When, when uh, Brother Moore forgot his papers the other day and I ran to go get them, I was not afraid. I wanted him to have his papers. Amen. Glory to God. I wanted him to get them here when he needed. I didn't want him to wait. I didn't want him to sit around and, and wonder if I was coming back. I, wanted him, I wasn't doing it in fear. I was serving in joy. Amen. And it was funny when he called me Speedy D. Because <laughs> Speedy and D don't go together. <laughs> Glory to God. But I wanted them to have what they want. When I do something, when they ask me to do something and I go to do it, you know, there was a time where I said, well, they're just a man. I'm just, you know, you know, your mind thinks these things. Why are you just doing that? I'm doing it as unto God. That's who God gave me to serve. And I'm going to serve Him with all my heart. And when my head starts telling me stupid things, then I'm going to tell it to shut up. I'm going to say, you're not going to lie to me. I'm not going to believe the lies of the devil. These are men, uh, the, the man and woman, uh, woman I serve are called by God. And God called me. Glory to God. Dave. When I came here, I said, they said, we're going to need some parking lot people. I said, and they said, no, you sit there. I'm like, wow, what did I do? I got the honor of sitting there. Glory to God. Glory to God. I get to serve those two people. Amen? And I'm not going to believe lies about them. Right? How do I know you can be lied to? Trust me, I know. Trust me, I know. But I trust God. And I trust the position that He put me in. The position He gave me. In this church, He put me in a position, in a place. And I trust His Place. I trust His placement. I'm not looking for another one. I'm not looking for a way out. You know, I'm not looking... I'm not going to be lied to out of it either. Amen? Amen. 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 I was afraid and I went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast... Wow, how could they, how could they talk that way? <laughs> you know what? That's where it is. That's what he said, okay? He said, I went and hid your talent in the earth, and that's where it is. I don't know what this thou, though, this is mine. I don't understand that. I can't even talk English, let alone King James English. Glory to God. His Lord answered and said unto him, You wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest, that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed? Thou ought therefore have put my money to the exchange. You should have took it to the bank, put it in savings. You should have done something with it besides buried in a hole. What's he saying? He's saying you were, you were so deceived that you did nothing. We have people all over the church body that have been hurt, they've been offended, they've walked out, they haven't come back. Why? Because they believed a lie. They believed a lie. They said, well, if church is that way, I'm not doing it. If that's the way those people are going to act, then I'm not helping. If, that's, you know, if I can't help the way I want to help, then I ain't going to do it. Well, then you ain't going to do it. Because if you're doing it as unto the Lord, then unto the Lord, the Lord's going to say, here, Brother Moore, here's how I want this done in this church. 
And if you don't want to do it that way, then you're not doing it unto the Lord because the Lord told him to do it that way. And if you don't believe it, that's when you can get lied to really quick. Then your mind will go, well, why do it that way? Quit questioning. Stop. Because you could think of a thousand reasons and a thousand different ways you could do it and they're all going to be wrong whether they get done that way or not. Because the right way to do it is the way the Lord said to do it and that's the way we serve. Amen? Amen. And He's a good God. He's a faithful God. And if you trust Him, you don't think about those other things. You say, oh, He's a good God. I'm going to do it His way. Because guess what? He's got a good reason. And He's always looking for a way to bless me. So that's probably why He's telling us to do it that way. Because He'll bless me and He'll bless a thousand others by us doing it just the way we were asked to do it. And if we didn't do it, we probably wouldn't have that blessing. No, I won't say you wouldn't have that blessing. Right? If you trust God, you don't question Him. And you don't question the man that He puts you in service to. Amen? Because you're in that place. You're in that place. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's truth. You like it? You gotta trust, we gotta trust God. If we trust God, we won't take as much, we won't take our talent and put it in the bank. We'll be the one that takes it and gets five more. We'll be the one that takes it and gets two more. And then what happens? He comes back and says, oh, I can trust them. I can trust them because they trust me. That's who God can trust. God can trust who trusts Him. He can't trust people who don't trust Him. Why? They're wishy-washy. You saw that the Egyptians... I mean, think about this. Twelve spies went, to the land, went, went into the land of Canaan. Two of them trusted God. Ten of them did not. Right? Two of them came back and they said, we can take this. This is ours. Let's go get it. And ten of them came out, oh, we can't, oh, ooh, oh, it's big, big. Oh, they're big, oh, and it's, ooh, you can't, no, no, let's hide our talent. Guess what? They didn't get to go. Guess what? The two that did got to go later, right? Because God's faithful. God's faithful, and He, he knows who trusts Him, and He takes care of people who trust Him, and He trusts them with more. Glory to God. Because they didn't question, they didn't say, what is wrong with Moses? Does he not know the Amalekites are there? I don't give a rip how big those grapes are. Did you see how big the boys are? I can't go there. That Moses is messed up. No, they were serving Moses. They were serving God. Glory to God. They were serving God through Moses. And they trusted that Moses heard the Word of the Lord. And the Word of the Lord came and said, This is your land. I'm giving it to you. And they had said, Yeah, that's what our forefathers said too. That's what our father Abraham said. That's what the promise was. And we believe it. And, God, and God's using Moses to get us there. We're following Moses. Amen. Glory to God. And they followed Moses. Why? Because they were following God. Do everything is unto the Lord. Do you won't get disillusioned that way. You won't get because then when a man, when you see a man say it, you'll say, "Oh, that's the Lord. He's not the Lord. The Lord's using him." Glory to God. And you won't become disillusioned. You won't be tempted to be unbelieving. 
You won't be tempted to get angry with God because, oh God, you said you were going to give us the land of Canaan and then you sent us over there and all we see is a bunch of giants. We can't even have it. And you said you'd give it to us and now we're not getting it. You're a liar. No. God is not a man that He could lie. So somebody's lying, but it ain't God. But that's what people are saying. You can't, don't get mad at God. It ain't okay. It is not okay to be mad at God. And when you decide you're mad at Him, you better go find a way to get unmad real quick. As my mom used to say, you got the same pants to get glad in. And you better go find them pants, and you better put them on, and you better start getting glad, and you better start serving Him in joy, because He has never failed anyone. Not one word out of His mouth has ever failed. Never will it fail. Not for you, not for me, not for any other person. He is not a failing God, and He ain't going to fail you. And when you find yourself saying something that even has the remotest, slightest tinge of failure with God, check yourself. Stop yourself right there. Get to the altar. Put your nose in the carpet. Say, God, I am sorry I even allowed my mind to think that. Because it ain't true. It ain't true. You gotta, you, and you've got to stop your mind from thinking it because your mind's carnal. Amen. And it, it only believes what those five senses tell it. That's all it believes. And when it sees something that doesn't line up with what it thought it believed, then it starts getting angry. Right? And it starts getting disillusioned. And then the devil will come up and he'll help you out and say, yeah, you know, he'll send five or six people. I had somebody that prayed just like that too, and it didn't work for them either. You know what I think? Sometimes God does. Sometimes God doesn't. Yeah, that's what I think. And the next thing you know, you're thinking some stupid thought like that. Find a scripture that says sometimes God does and sometimes... No! He's a good God. Don't be this guy with one talent. He didn't even have one. We're calling him the guy with one. We should call him... He's the guy with no talent. Why? Because they took it from him. They said, hey, let's give it to this guy who trusts me. This guy who knows my heart. This guy who knows... Knows my heart? Knows my heart. That's the guys that God trusts. Caleb and Joshua, those are the ones that when they were 80, they were going up and taking things. Hey, that's my mountain. I'm having it. Glory to God. Why? Because they trust God. Glory to God. All these young people are going behind them. Why? Because everybody else died. And they said, they didn't die. And they said God was good. I'm going to go with them. And all of a sudden, all these people that... that the ones are gone and their kids are saying, hey, mom and dad were messed up. I'm trusting Caleb and Joshua because they're trusting God. I'm going to serve God through them. And I'm going to follow. And glory to God, they got the land. They went right in there where the Amalekites were and, where, and they said, you know what, I don't give a rip. I'm having some of them big grapes. I'm going to get some big grapes. I'm going to live in a house that I didn't build, furnished with all the good stuff that I didn't pay for, and I'm going to, I'm going to dance and I'm going to be happy, and there ain't nothing the devil can do about it because I trust God. Yeah. Glory to God. That's what they got to do because they believed in a good God. Yeah. Don't let the devil lie you out. Don't, or your mind, I shouldn't give the devil that much credit. It's our own stupid flesh mind. Right? 
It's easier just to admit it. I'll admit it for me. You guys turn your heads and admit it for yourself. <laughs> Glory to God. What's God say in Hebrews 11.6? Put that up on the... We don't have to turn there. We know that one. Hebrews 11.6. But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God must believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So not only do you have to believe that He is, you have to trust Him. You have to believe He's good. You can't just believe He exists. you got all kinds of people say, yeah, God's good, and He could heal you if He wants to. They don't believe He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. That's not what they believe. No, they just believe He is. And He might do something if He wants to. That verse is obsolete to them. Because that verse says you've got to believe He is and He's good. That's what it says. You've got to trust Him. You've got to believe that no matter where you're at, what you're going through, the circumstance, doesn't matter what you've seen, what you've experienced, God's good. And He's a rewarder of those who will diligently seek Him. He's not going to quit rewarding at any time. He's going to take care of you. He's going to, he says in His Word, I'll take care of those who trust Me. Isn't that what He says? It says He knows them that trust Him. Where is that? Nahum? Find Nahum. It's in there. Nahum ain't very big. We can surely find it. I mean, we might not be able to find the book, but we can find the Scripture. (laughs) Glory to God. Who's going to help me find it? It says He knows them that trust Him. One seven? Huh? Yeah. Oh, look at how it starts too. Nahum one seven. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. And what? He knows them that trust him. Why does he why does he need to know them? Because that's who's going to get the help. That's who he's a stronghold to. That's who he's good to. He can't be good to people who don't trust him. He wants to be, but he's got to get you to trust him. He's given you his word. He's given you His promises. You look through this book, and if you'll look at it right, you'll see that everything He does is good. You'll see that every move He makes is perfect. That every decision He makes is just. And you won't have to serve Him. You'll want to serve Him. You'll want to every day of your life. You'll get up in the morning and your feet will hit the floor and you'll say, Joy! 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 I get to serve the Lord today! Even if you're going to mow the lawn, you'll still be happy. Why? Because you're doing everything as unto the Lord. Glory to God. Why? Because He's a good God. He's a good God. A stronghold. A good God. And He knows them that trust Him. Right? Does He not know those that don't trust Him? No, He just knows those who do trust Him. Because he's looking around and he's saying, who trusts me? They trust me. Boom! Blessing. He just can't stop himself. That's what he's looking to do. You trust him and you're going to get blessed. Glory to God. Not you can't trust him to get blessed. This ain't a trade-off. People say, oh, I'm going to start trusting God then so I can get blessed. You need to start trusting God because he's good. The first part of the verse is what you need to focus on. Our part is to say, God's good. It's not to try to change your circumstance with that. He'll change your circumstance. He's a good God. 
and He'll do the rest of it. He's your stronghold in a day of trouble, and He knows when you trust Him. Don't, don't try to act like you trust Him when you don't either, because you ain't going to fool Him. You know, you get people all the time, I trusted God and He didn't. What? That's an oxymoron. It is. I trusted God and He didn't? No. No one ever trusted God and He failed. If you trusted Him, you got what you trusted Him for. He is everything to you today that you trust Him to be. And He's nothing more. You want to trust Him more? You want to give Him a little more? You want to, you, instead of the three, you're going to be like, well, it's five people. That five guy, guy that had five talents, he came back and said, I got three more. God says, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. God would still be happy. He'd say, ah, oh, you got three more. Let's be like Him. Let's get five. Let's go all the way. Let's trust Him with everything. Let's trust Him with all. Glory to God. He's a good God. Glory to God. Amen? When He tells us to do something. Right? When He tells us to do something. You know, Moses sent those spies out there and said, do this. He didn't tell them to find out if there were giants there. He said, go see how good the land is. He didn't say, go see if we can take it. That's not why He sent them over there. He already knew we could take it. God told him. He didn't need that report. Right? The report He was looking at was the one from Joshua and Caleb. You ought to see them grapes, Moses. You ought to see that fruit. Look at the houses. Oh, Moses, it's even better than God said we think. And these other guys, open his windows, apologize, I can't <laughs> And then the next thing you know, their lie has now run over onto a whole nation of people. And a whole generation did not get to receive because they believed a lie. Amen? They believed a lie. There's a lot of people that will never receive the benefits of salvation because they've believed a lie. They believed He's a hard God. They believed, oh, you've got to do everything just right to get your healing. You need to go to healing school at least for a year. And you, if you miss, I, you may not get it. You, may, you know what? Sometimes He does. Sometimes He don't. Blah, 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 blah. Smack yourself in the face if you ever hear yourself saying that. Gosh. Sometimes He do. All the time He do. He will do all the time. He's an all-the-time God. He's a never-failing God. He's got your name written down in the Lamb's book, and He's looking for a way to bless you. He's just trying to get you to trust Him. What did He do to get you to trust Him? Well, He sent Jesus. He sent His best. He said, you know, not only have I done everything else good, I'm going to give you My Son. I'm going to show you the ultimate in My love. While you don't even love Me, while you're still My enemy, I'm going to go ahead and by faith, I'm going to give full redemption, full forgiveness, full entrance into the kingdom of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Before you even received Him, I'm going to put it in place because I love you and I'm a good God and you can trust Me and I've shown that you can trust Me, but I didn't have to. But I did it anyway. Serve Me. Serve Me. Oh, glory to God. Can we serve a God that loves like that? I can. I will. 
I will. And then when I try to get disillusioned again, I'm going to take myself to the mirror and slap my face. Glory to God. I'm going to say, shut up, Dave. You serve a good God. And He's working through the people that He's told you to serve. Glory to God. I'm going to be Joshua. I'm going to be Caleb. Amen. I'm going to be one of the twelve. Glory to God. Go to John 6. Glory to God. I get happy when I talk about God's goodness, so you can imagine I'm happy a lot because God's good. Amen? John 6. This is where he starts talking about eating my flesh and drinking my blood. You know what? And all these people that says that before, you know, Jesus had just fed 5,000 people, done all the miracles. Oh, Jesus, you're it. You're the man. You rock. You're all that and more. Oh, we'll do anything. You say, Jesus, we're here. We're here. We're here. You ask and we're there. You, you need servants. Here we are. Oh, you're Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Eat what? Your flesh. And drink your blood? Oh, I don't understand that. I, I, God, that, that can't be you. Well, God said, serve Jesus, serve me by serving Jesus. Hey, God, that can't be you. And the devil comes up and says, oh, no, that's sick. There's something wrong with him. You don't want to believe that. You need to get away from him. You need to get away and get away fast. Oh. They said, what? Eat your flesh and drink your blood? Hmm, I'm offended by that. You know, feed me again. Show me that miracle. Show me that miracle where you take bread and fish and you, and you feed 5,000. I like that, Jesus. I want that one. That's the one I'm going to serve. Oh, you get to choose? That's the one they wanted to serve. They only wanted to serve the one that did exactly what they thought should be done. They had an image of the Messiah. They had an image of the Him to come. And they said, that's who we'll serve. And if He don't fit our image, we'll get offended. And they did. And they did. And it said, many of them turned away from Him and never served Him, never followed Him again. Verse 61 Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? What if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. I'm reading the NIV, by the way. You notice how I can read it? It's in English. The reason I read the King James has purpose, though. It Sometimes... Never mind. Anyway... The words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. What's he saying? There are some of you that are in unbelief. You're believing a lie right now, right? For Jesus had known them from the beginning, which, which had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. And he went on to say, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled him. From this time, many of his disciples turned back. And no longer followed him. Why? They got offended. They believed a lie. They believed a lie. The devil said, this, this can't be the Son of God. The Son of God would never say this. You know what? The man we're looking for would never preach this message. We don't understand it, therefore it can't be right. If everything I don't understand is not right, then the world's in trouble. 
right? Does your understanding, does it, does my understanding of the Word make it true? No. The Word's true whether I never understand it or not. Right? And when Jesus spoke, He was the Word of God, and the Word of God was speaking to them. They turned away and they followed Him never again. Many of them. Oh, but there were twelve. What did he talk to them next? He said, "Do you want to leave me too? You or you don't want? Or here's what necessarily not what he said. He said, "You don't want to leave me too, do you?" Jesus asked the twelve. What's the King James say? Put the King James up. Then Jesus said unto the twelve, "Will you also go away?" What's he saying? Are you offended? You believe in a lie? You believe in a lie? You going to quit me? You going to quit trusting me? What did Jesus say? Or what did the disciples say? Peter. Put up the next verse. Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of life. They weren't going to be moved. They weren't going to be pulled away. They were going to trust in Jesus because they were serving God through Jesus. They were serving God. They weren't going to be lied out of their birthright. They were not going to be lied out of who they were. They were not going to be moved. Did they understand? No. There's no way. It doesn't say... Peter didn't say, Oh, no, we understand you perfectly, Jesus. We know exactly what you're saying. We're, we're just smarter than the rest of them. He didn't have to understand. But his, un, his lack of understanding did not cause him to become offended. He said, Hey, I don't understand, but one thing I do know, you're good. You're good and you do good. And I don't understand everything that's happened here. I don't understand why all these people are leaving. But you're good. And I know you're good. And I'm going to serve you because you are. And that's all I need. Glory to God. Glory to God. They were serving Jesus. They were serving God. Amen? Whether in word or deed, do all things as unto the Lord. Why were they doing it? Because that was the Lord's choice. That was the Lord's pick. I don't have to understand everything. That's the Lord who put him here. That's the Lord. That's, that's the Son of God. That's, that's Him. And I don't need another answer. I got my answer right here. I'm not looking for more proof. God told me to follow Him, and I'm going to follow Him. Glory to God. They said, well, Jesus told Him to follow Him. No. Jesus is the Word of God, and when Jesus said, come follow me, you better believe it was God saying, come follow me. They were serving God. They were serving God. They were serving the one God sent. Amen? That's the confusion we get into many times, especially when we're serving men. When we, I don't care if you're serving your employer. I don't, serve, I don't care what you're doing. If you're not doing it as though you're serving God, you're not doing it right. We say, well, what if they're ungodly? That doesn't, that's, he didn't say, right? He didn't say, as long as they're godly, serve them as, un, as like you're serving me. He said, serve them like you're serving me. Boy, I got some funny looks on that one. All right, Colossians. Colossians 3. Colossians 3, he's talking to uh, the beloved, dearly and wholly loved, dear, dear holy ones. He's talking to his children. 
Amen? The, the book of Colossians, you know, a lot of people, they, they think the Word sometimes was written to unsaved people. The Word was written to save people. Unsaved people can't even understand it. Right? That's why they need us to tell them God's good. Because they can look all through that Bible and say, you sure He's good? Because I'm looking at Job and now I'm looking at Paul and I don't, I don't see it. That's because you ain't looking the right places. And you're looking with the wrong eyes. God's good. And these verses were written to Christians. They were written to believers. Verse uh, 3, uh, chapter 3, verse 17. And whatsoever you do, in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. What's he saying? You're serving Jesus, you're serving God. Amen? If you're serving, it doesn't matter who you're serving because he's talking about singing psalms to one another, admonishing one another. He's talking, right, just up above that, right? And he's talking about serving one another. And look, look at the, the uh, New Living translation in that. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus. Well, but what if I'm working at some place where there ain't no Christians? doesn't matter. You're representing the Lord Jesus. And he says, do it as unto him. Do it like you would do it for him. Amen? Why? Because it will show how good he is. And people will give thanks. God wants people to know he's good. When you do things as unto the Lord, you do things well. And you do good things. Glory to God. Your deeds and your words are right. And you're doing the right things. Amen? I mean... Look at, what is it, verse uh, 23-ish? 23-ish? How about that? 23. 20, 24. Let's look there. No, 23 is right. 23. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily with all your heart, as unto the Lord and what? And not unto men? Oh, now you guys don't want to look at the verses that are sandwiched in between those two then, do you? Oh, 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 well, let's go ahead then. Let's go ahead then. Verse 18. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. What could you say? Wives, submit yourselves to your own husband and whatsoever you do. What? And whatsoever you do. Isn't that what it says right here? In word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. Oh, so can you submit? Well, you don't know my husband. I can't submit to him. Do you trust the Lord? God's asking you to trust Him. He didn't say in that verse, trust your husband. He said, trust me. Right? And submit to your husband. Right? doesn't say it's the husband's job to get you to do it either. Husbands. No. Because you got enough job on your own. Amen? Amen? Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as is fit in the Lord and whatsoever you do in word and deed. Right? Isn't that how that begins? It's, that's the verse right above it. Do we want to leave it in context? Let's go ahead and leave it right there in context because in whatever you do or say, do it as a representative. Be a wife as a representative of the Lord. God gave you a place. God gave you a place as a wife. Glory to God. It's a God-ordained position. It is a blessed position. Glory to God. I'm so glad I got one, and it's a good one. 
Oh, she's put up with a lot of stuff. She has. Oh, man, bringing kids home. Well, guess what we're going to do today, honey? What? Oh, no, we ain't doing that. Okay. That's what she'd say. Okay. And she got mad. Don't get wrong. She got mad. But we did it. And we're here. Glory to God. Glory to God. Husbands, we better get off that. Love your wives and be not bitter against them. And whatsoever you do, be a husband as unto the Lord. Be a husband as unto the Lord. Whatever you do for your wife, do it like you're doing it for the Lord. When you love her, love her like you love the Lord. Love her like you do it, just like you do. If you do something, if your wife says, okay, will you do this? You don't say, I don't do it. Love her as unto the Lord. Glory to God. You love her like that, and you guys will just have a happy house all the time. Amen? And you know what? Submitting is no problem to a husband doing that. That don't mean you don't get to submit, by the way, if they're not. Sorry. Sorry, wives. We're not having a marriage seminar, though. Right? You can trust God. If you're serving man... You're going to become disillusioned. Guess what? Because I'm going to mess up. If Kim's trying to serve me and I'm who her eyes are on all the time and she's not trusting God, she's going to become disillusioned. Why? Because you know what? I know you guys aren't going to believe this, but I've missed it before. I have. I have missed it at least once. Yeah. And guess what? She's still here, which means she trusted God. If you're still married today, at some point you trusted God. Right? You trusted God. Keep trusting Him. Keep trusting Him. Amen? You trust God that He gave you that position as husband. He gave you that position as wife. And if He gave them to you, He'll grace you to be them. He'll, give you, he'll show you that you can trust when it doesn't look like your husband's doing the right thing. That you can be in faith whenever your wife don't look like she's happy when you said something. You can do it. Why? Because you can do it under the Lord. And if you trust the Lord, He'll take care of you. You say, well, you don't know what my wife or you don't know what my husband... If you trust the Lord, He will take care of you. I don't care who you're married to. I don't care. Look at me funny if you want. It's just true. If you trust the Lord, He will take care of you. Children, teens, youth, kids, obey your parents in all things, for it is well-pleasing unto the Lord. And whatsoever you do, you can obey your parents just like you obey the Lord. Even when you're my... My dad called me, no, it's been three or four years ago now. We hadn't seen him in a while. He said, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, nothing. I said, I don't know. I said, going to breakfast. I said, well, I might do that. And he goes, no, you're going to breakfast. I said, yes, sir. We went to breakfast. You don't remember that, do you? Why? That's my dad. He said, this is what we're doing. I respect him. I reverence him. He said, this is what we're doing. I'm not going to question it twice. I'm going to go do it as unto the Lord. Glory to God. 
Glad I got to go to breakfast with them. Amen? I think they bought. That even made it better. <laughs> well, but what you've got to see here is sandwiched in between whatsoever and whatsoever. Right? Whatsoever in verse... Uh, where did we start? Verse... Uh, 17 goes down to the whatsoever in verse 23. And sandwiched in between whatsoever, what he did was he said, moms, dads, wives, husbands, kids, servants, let me talk to you. And he said, okay, wives, husbands, kids, fathers, servants. That's what he did. He went down the line. and then, But he was telling them all the same thing, whatsoever you do. I don't care if you're a husband, a, the father, a mother. I don't care if you're a kid. I don't care. I will grace you for the position you're in if you'll trust me. And if you'll serve them like you're serving me, as unto me, I will grace you to do it and your life will go well. It'll go easy. You'll be blessed. You'll be happy. Your household will be peaceful. There won't be strife, right? Right? I mean, go on. He says, fathers, provoke not your children to anger. Notice how the kids like to read that verse and the parents like to read the other one. Switch it around, kids. You read the children, we'll read the fathers. Right? Provoke not your children to anger lest they be discouraged. And whatsoever you do, whatsoever you do, because people are saying, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, yeah, you can. Unto the Lord you can do all things. Amen? And you can do them well. Amen? And then he goes right on to servants. He says, servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. Or you could say, employees. We've got to bring it down to today, don't we? Employees. Not with eye service as men. Don't just make, just don't make it look good when your boss is watching. Why? Because you're serving God. He's watching all the time. He's watching every minute of every day. He's watching. And glory to God, if He's watching, you want to do it right for God. And why? Because they'll say, man, you're a good employee. What's different about you? I love the Lord. And He helps me. He helps me to help you. He told me to serve Him by serving you, and that's what I'm going to do. He gave me this job. He put me in this position. You may think you put me here, but God put me here. And as long as I'm here, I'm going to be a blessing to you. Amen. I'm going to serve you just like I'm serving God. I'm going to do those things that He's called me to do, and I'm going to be the man or woman of God that you've called me to be, Amen. that God's called me to be. Amen. Everybody show me your teeth. There's some employers out there going, yeah. We want to be that kind of an employee. Why? It glorifies God. It glorifies God. The only way you can be lied and not be that kind of a servant is believe lies. Who are you going to believe lies about? God. Because God says, if you'll trust me, I don't care where you are, who you're working for, who you're married to, who your kids are. I'll bless you. I'll take care of you. You trust me. He gave us one job, and that was to trust Him. Amen. And if we become disillusioned, it's not at Him. And if it isn't Him, it's a lie. Right? Glory to God. We can trust God. Can we trust Him? Can you trust Him all the time? 
Can you believe His Word? Is His Word true? If He says, I'll take care of you, will He take care of you? If He says, I'll do this, will He do it? If He said, I healed your body, did He heal your body? If He says, I'll prosper you, will He prosper you? Yes. Wherever you're at. But you've got to be serving Him wherever you're at. Service doesn't take a day off because you're not in a place where people serve God. You now are in a place where people serve God because you just got there. Amen? And if you just got there, now there's one person there that serves God. So start a revolution right now. Amen? You're just the first of many. Glory to God. And you're now there. And what do you believe about God? You believe the right things. You don't believe the lies. You don't believe, oh, He'll take your kids. Oh, He'll hurt you. He'll take your money away. He'll, He'll take your health. He'll, He'll, He'll make you believe by doing bad things to you. That's the God we know. No! That is not the God we know. Is that the God you know? Let's read about the God we know. Amen? Let's just, let's just do a God is. God is with me in all that I do. God is not a man that He should lie. Ooh, I like that God. That means when He tells me something, it's going to happen. And guess what? He don't tell you bad things. He's got a good plan. He don't have a bad plan. Glory to God. God is a consuming fire. Oh, He's in every part of it. He'll take over your life if you'll trust Him with it. He'll consume you with His goodness. Glory to God. God is merciful God. Yeah, that's the one I serve. God is God of gods. Yeah, that's the one I serve. The God, Our God goes before us and fights our enemies for us. Our God is an eternal refuge. God is He that fights for you. God is your strength and your power. He makes your way perfect. Can you trust Him? He says, I'm your strength and I'm your power. I'll make your way perfect. And people are saying, well, He might. No, He said He would. He don't do mites. He don't. <laughs> I ain't going to say where mites are, are we? <laughs> God is a gracious and merciful God. God is mighty. God is great. God is the King of all the earth. God is my helper. God is for me. Who can be against me? God is my defense. Glory to God. God is my salvation. God is the strength of my heart. God is the strength of my heart. God is my rock and my refuge. God is righteous. God is no respecter of persons. What's that mean? If He does good for you, He'll do good for me. It's all He does is good. That's why He's no respecter of persons. Because He just does good all the time. That's not respecting anybody. He just said, I don't respect you at all. Here's some good. What's He not respecting? All your shortcomings, all the things you did wrong. He shows no respect to that at all. He shows no respect to sin. He shows no respect for wrong. He shows. No... He says, sin go away by the blood of Jesus. I'm going to bless them anyway. Glory to God. God is able to make me stand. God is faithful. God is holy. God is light. And my God and your God is love. Amen. Glory to God. Does that sound like any bad thing, in, any bad ingredients in there? Now, if, is there anything in there you don't want? <laughs> because you can't not have them. There's your double negative for the night. If you take God, you take all these. 
Now, you may never experience them if you don't trust Him, but they're in there. Everything you need to have, everything He is, is in there. And He wants to give it to you. Oh, He wants it more than you want it. He desires to bless you more than you've ever desired to be blessed. And you're sitting there saying, oh, I desire to be blessed. Not as much as He desires to bless you. He's the one that took the initiative. All we did had to do was sit there and believe Him. He's that God. He's that God. Can we trust that God? Can you trust Him in your house? Can you choose this day in your home? Will you be the wife? Will you be the husband? Will you be the kid? Will you be the mother or father? Will you be the employee? Will you be the person that says, I choose God. I'll trust God. I'll not get off His side. I'll stay on His side. He's a good God. I'm not quitting Him. He'll never quit me. Can we be that person? That's the person He's called us to be. That's what Joshua was saying in the first verse we read today. He said, you know what? You need to choose who you're going to serve. And you can look at all these other gods, but as for me and my house, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the good God. The God that won over every enemy that ever tried to come against me. The God that healed my body. The God that gave me grapes too big to eat. The God that gave me houses I didn't build. The God that gives, gives, gives. And He's good. Can we serve that God? Glory to God. Stand up, guys. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, makes me happy. Woo! Glory to God. Just praise Him. Praise Him. He's trustworthy. He's worthy. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. You know, I don't know, watching by TV, Internet, in this room tonight, there are many people. Every person in here at one time or another has been lied to and believed that lie. And there's many in in your houses right now. You're not being the wife that God says you can be. You're just being a wife. You're not being the husband that God says you can be. You're just being a husband. You're not being the dad. You're not being the kids. You're not doing the things. But you can. Choose this day. Choose this day who you will serve. Choose this day, kids. Choose this day, Mom. Choose this day, Dad. Choose this day, Grandpa, Grandma. I don't care who you are. Choose this day. Come back. Whatever lie you believed, know it's a lie. God's good. And He does good. And that's it. And He's trustworthy. Everything He said He'll do for you, He will do for you. Better yet, He's already done it. Every promise is already fulfilled. He makes promises and He kept them. He's not keeping them. He kept them. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sing for us. We stand here together.